Azuku Midoriya. Yes. Welcome. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Welcome. Okay. <laughs> I'm Rick. Sheriff sure, Rick Grimes. <laughs> I was just sort of like, oh, gee, Rick. <laughs> oh, gee, Rick. Uh, right. You know, you should. You could be. Uh, you could be a Rick again. Imagine if you're just Rick every single like I a know, different Rick. Rick every week. <laughs> every week for the rest of Tarkaran. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to Tarkaran. This is our welcome. month of horror. Month of horror, which this I guess this video is not really related to that, but I guess kind of it is. It was okay. specifically is... for that, but it's not really that horrific. I mean, it... yeah. Well, I guess we're we're gonna find that out, aren't we? So, so I'm I'm, coming, I'm here for a little story time. Story time. I famously, like story. I like. I do like stories. Famously, in middle school, eighth grade, I came out with a piece of writing in my English class. Uh, shout out to Miss Abel, who gave me a ninety nine percent on this, and that's only because she did not. She does not believe in the virtue by the virtue of writing that anyone can achieve a perfect one hundred. So ninety nine is the best score she would give. On really, writing. that was like her. That was her straight up philosophy yeah. on on writing. Oh, I got Nothing's I got a hundred. I got a hundreds on my writing. Don't worry. Well, uh, by the way, uh, for for people who are like, why are we just doing Zach's writing? We're not doing Alex. Uh, we will get to my writing eventually. Trust me. This is um, horror based. So yeah, this his is horror based. Mine mine was straight up fan fiction. All right. So well, let's. Look, uh, this wasn't. It was like for a spooky. Like that was the whole thing. Is that had to be something spooky related for? Oh okay. Like October time, but even then I was like. I don't. I don't want to do something funny. I like to write funny stuff. So yeah, it was like very vaguely spooky. I think okay. I haven't read it since since that time, eighth grade. So it was really could be bad. But I remember her asking me afterwards if she could use it as like examples for future for future classes. So I wonder. Okay. I wonder if she actually showed it. That's something. I don't but think. I don't like, think my English teacher could have done that with mine because that was all like. Zelda. <laughs> this could be really cringy, though. I feel like I remember historically I was really bad at ending, at finishing my stories. I didn't know how to wrap things up, so I, I mm -hmm. remember having a really bad ending to this. I brought a another one. This one's called the the main one I went through is called a dualistic view of spooky proportions. A dualistic view of spooky a proportions. Dualistic view, as in D U A L I S T. Yeah, yeah, I know. I like dualism. Right? Very clever of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, but this is my bonus one in case we want to get to. This says a cover page I made in oh, Photoshop. <laughs> it's curiosity, curiosity kills. kills. This seems more in line with the theme. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh... I don't know. But what's with the baby in the top? <laughs> it's it's really there's a. There's a whole story going on here. Yet. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why is Mr. Smith in that too? <laughs> this is a. Uh, I think this is like freshman or sophomore year of high school. This one. So. Okay. I'm gonna read it. This is about to. I, horrible. I, I'm very. I'm. I'm very excited. I know. I know. People probably. Probably. I've... I'm hey, so look, scared. look, my writing is awful, okay? So, like, I, I can't judge at all. Um, well, I don't think this is a testament of my writing now. I For for a couple years after this, I rode this wave of, like, I would write funny stories in class, and I was I, was, mm -hmm. I had a bit of reputation for that. 
I enjoyed in that being in that position. But I, did did you often read your stories aloud? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. So like, cause we we would have to do that every once in a while. I don't think we would read. It was usually we'd only do it maybe t- once a semester. I think we'd read aloud some of the creative writing that we'd done. Most um, of the time, it's like if you want to share. But ultimately, these yeah. kinds of things I wanted to. Oh my god, I haven't read this in years. <laughs> it's been years. It says phase one protagonist <laughs> protagonist perspective. Wow. Okay. Oh my god. It was the night the Barney Marathon would be on. I oh, couldn't wow. wait. I sprawled myself across the couch and prepared for the greatest day of my life. Mommy, come watch with me. I yelled to the kitchen. How how old is this protagonist? <laughs> 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 Not right now, honey. I'm making dinner. Maybe later said my mommy (laughs) 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 but it's barney my eyes started to tear up i fell on the floor and started crying after only a half an hour i was fine again (laughs) only a half an hour (laughs) i took a little bit i hopped back on the couch to continue watching the barney marathon my eyes started to tear up again as the credits started to roll (laughs) i missed the first episode (laughs) i yelled once more by the time the marathon had ended, I had stopped crying for good. Now that the marathon was over, I really had no reason to watch TV anymore. I hopped off of the couch and ran upstairs to my room. I, I like the finality <laughs> of that anymore. Like, I, didn't have, I wasn't going to watch TV ever again. I was an only child, so I had a room all to myself. Not to mention, we kind of live in a mansion. Mommy, Daddy, and I. Daddy was usually at work most of the day because he works at some big business company. I finally stepped in my room, flowers and shades of pink as far as the eye could see, a five-year-old girl's dream. I made my way over to my mirror where I carefully put my brown hair into pigtails. Girl, you look fine, I said to the mirror. You must have heard that on a commercial. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure where that came from either. The top of my toy box was decorated with all sorts of glitter and rhinestones. I opened it up and grabbed a couple of dolls. I went on my bed to start playing with them when I heard footsteps approaching my door. I could still hear Mommy washing the dishes and cooking dinner downstairs, so it couldn't be her. Daddy was still at work, of course, so it couldn't be him either. The thundering of the storm outside only intensified the anticipation. If it wasn't Mommy or Daddy, who could it be? I started getting goosebumps just thinking about it. The doorknob slowly started to turn. The door opened, and an ugly man stood in the doorway. Oh, hey, Daddy, I said. Wow. Wow. Hello, sweetheart. I get off. I got off of work early today, Daddy said. My eyes lit up. That means we can't, I started to say. Too bad I have a lot of paperwork to do, he said, interrupting me. And that means we won't be able to play or talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what a <laughs> what a what a great role model. What a great dad, father. He left the room for a couple of seconds and peeked back in. That means don't pester me, he said. He left <laughs> and peeked in again one last time at all. Wow, and man. That's my daddy for you, I said to myself. That's <laughs> I said to myself, that's my daddy for you. <laughs> Who's you? Okay, phase 2, antagonist perspective. Okay. Oh, God. Is he creeping? Is he creeping on the mansion? Is that what's going on? Or what's... Glasses, check. Inhaler, check. 
Clip on bow tie, check. Scooter, oh no. Check. Oh no. Gel hair, check. Plaid button up shirt, most definitely check. Pants, oh, where did I put those things again? There they are, check. I was ready and I was pumped. You see, I wasn't the most successful murderer. Even after years and years of attempts, I couldn't manage to kill a fly, no matter how hard I tried. But that was hopefully all going to change tonight. Earlier that morning, I had held a poll on tipsforkillers.org about who should be my first victim. <laughs> That's a great website. You should... Tipsforkillers.org. Yeah, the government doesn't have a, a any any eyes on that one. It's all yeah. <laughs> tips for killers. Almost everyone agreed I should try a little girl named Jessica Wasowski <laughs> who lived right around my neighborhood. Yeah, you should go after that. Yeah, they'll look, yeah, we're all we're all wanting to, but I mean, we'll we'll let you do it it's for a good first a good first time kill. Yeah. I waited until it was about nine p.m. since it would be less likely for people to spot me in the dark. That's good thinking. Yeah, I took my scooter for quicker and cooler transportation. When I entered Jessica's neighborhood, I immediately noticed it was one of those rich neighborhoods. You know, like those houses that give huge candy bars on Halloween when you trick or treat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, everybody knows about those. After a few minutes, I had come to Jessica's address. I hid my scooter in a nearby bush. I'm going to have to be stealthy about this whole operation, I said, approaching the house. I rang the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to be stealthy about this whole operation. Phase three, protagonist perspective. I was looking out my window when I saw a man throw a scooter in a bush and ring our doorbell. I guess, I guess, I said excitedly as I ran downstairs. Mommy and Daddy were both asleep at this point. I know, they're early sleepers. But I couldn't get to sleep, so... <laughs> hey, but, I thought, but I thought Daddy had a lot of work to do. <laughs> well, hold on. Apparently, I... Okay, all right. So, reading between the lines, if they're both in bed, let's assume... Maybe, yeah. maybe he had a lot of work to do. To put some work in. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I couldn't get to sleep, so I was staying awake watching the stars. I went to the door to greet our guest. My mommy always told me to talk to strangers. <laughs> or was it the other <laughs> way around? Oh, well. I opened the door. Yeah. Uh, Want to see a movie? The nerdy man asked me. Sure, I replied enthusiastically. Oh, this is really easy for this guy. Huh? <laughs> He's from antagonist perspective. Wahahaha, I thought. My clever plan worked. I'll have to play this out, though. I'll take her to the movies and kill her afterwards when she's least expecting it. What time <laughs> is it? Like like nine? Like, what yeah. is it? I don't understand. I could kill her right now, but that would be far easier than the this, this story will allow it to be. So, what movie are we going to watch? Jessica asked as I pulled my scooter from the bush. I think it's called a futuristic retrospective of the encounter. That's so, <laughs> that's the name of a, a story I wrote before. I remember this. A futuristic retrospective. Referencing my own story that I wrote previously. The encounter. I love that. That sounds like that. What a beautiful title, by the way. The futuristic yeah, retrospective. The encounter. <laughs> my friends told me it was awesome. I replied, "Ha ha ha!" Wait. Oh, okay, so so he said, I think it's called a futuristic retrospective. Ha ha ha, that was a good lie, I thought. I don't have any friends. <laughs> good what about thing. everybody on, kill, on <laughs> shootaman.org or whatever? Tips for killers.org. Good thing the movie theater was close by because all I had was a scooter. 
I really should get my license so I can get a minivan someday. We arrived there just in time for the movie and quickly got our seats. The movie Wait, was how did awesome. he how did he bring her there? Did he like carry her? He said good thing the movie theater was close. All they had was a scooter. It was on the scooter. I guess yeah, just a little girl on the scooter, you know. Yeah. Nothing weird about that. <laughs> <laughs> we arrived there just in time for the movie and quickly got our seats. The movie was awesome and by the end I had completely forgotten why I'd come there in the first place. So <laughs> we talked about the movie on the way to Jessica's house. I still can't believe that guy died before he was even born, said Jessica. <laughs> Does that happen in that? I don't remember. Fe- the future is a you butter You butterfly effect the, <laughs> <laughs> the story? I said, yeah, and the author died too, I added. <laughs> okay. Hmm. When we arrived at Jessica's house, I said, well, this is where we part, Jessica. You have to go home now. I had fun, mister, said Jessica, as she went in her house. See ya, I yelled. I turned around and realized something. Wait, I said, didn't I come here too? Wow, I suck. I rang the doorbell again. She just went inside, so it wasn't long before she answered the door. Hiya, mister, she said. Hey, can I come in, I asked. Okay, she said. Good thing her parents were deep sleepers and irresponsible. She led me upstairs to her room. When her back faced me, I pulled out my axe. (laughs) Where was he carrying that the whole time? (laughs) I swung it at her head. Oh, nice. She bent down to open her toy box. The axe hit the wall. It's a cartoon (laughs) now. It's like straight up cartoon going on right now at the moment. (laughs) Oh, come on. I yelled as I pulled the axe from the wall with a piece of the wall attached to it. What was that? Jessica said as she pulled a doll out from her toy box and turned around. No, nothing, I replied as I put the axe behind my back. <laughs> this, is, this is like Looney Tunes right All right, now. she said as she turned around again. Clueless little girl. I pulled out the axe once more. As I leaned back to swing the axe forward, I accidentally released it from my grip, sending it spiraling into the back of Jessica's cranium. <laughs> <What? laughs> okay, well, that works. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's gotta hurt, I said. I don't care what anyone says. That was all skill, no luck. So you just the killed... Guys- child in this story the guys down at tips for killers are not going to believe this i pulled out my phone and snapped a picture of my victim i quickly unlodged the axe from her head and ran out of there before Ah! anyone had a chance to notice what had just happened my first kill woo i screamed as i ran down the street on my scooter at 12 30 in the morning when i got back to my house i went to send the picture to the tips for killers crew No, I yelled. I said, send, not delete. (laughs) Sirens blared outside of my house. I guess their parents weren't as deep a pair of sleepers as I thought. Jerry C., come out with your hands up. We have you surrounded. (laughs) Jerry C.? (laughs) Jerry C., Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. The officers busted down my door. That's the story. That's it? That's it. What? What? Wow! You you killed a you you wrote a story where you killed a five year old girl. That wasn't me. Oh no! Well, well no, <laughs> <laughs> not you. But you. Yeah. I know. But you, that's, yeah, it was Jerry C. That's what obviously, I'm saying, I was bad at no, ending like, story. That's not how that story should have ended. No, no, not at all. It's some some like it was weird to be, or dark. It was should supposed have to be funny though. It was like it was like goofy stuff happened, and then he just kills her. Yeah, it was like cartoon. It was like a cartoon happened, and then he <laughs> lodged an axe yeah. in the little girl's cranium, you know. 
Classic. It happens every time. <clears throat> Should I read this one? Curiosity I mean, kills. I mean, that, that sure. Why not? Maybe why this, why would you not? Maybe this will actually be spookier. I don't. It wasn't intended to be spooky, but I don't, I don't remember. This one wasn't as iconic. For some reason, that story really took off. That was really. <laughs> it, it was iconic. <laughs> it was like a Zach Archer classic. I thought it was breaking new ground with the whole dualistic, pers- dual perspectives. You know. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is wild. You never see Despite this. Despite the fact that that happens, no, that happens all the time. <laughs> the fact that it ended on the antagonist perspective, and then, like, he just killed this girl. And, okay. And he's like, he's cool with it. And doesn't he just, regret anything. He gets arrested. And... <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't get the, he doesn't get the fame and glory either. It's, you know, he deletes the, the picture. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, she got the last laugh, I guess, on that one. Hmm. So yeah, that story was in 2010, 11 years ago. Wow. This one is in 2013, sophomore year of high school. I was a See, I junior know, in college. I don't know if this is serious. I think it was serious. I'm not sure. Tears drenched Jack's face as he sat on his knees with his baby boy in his hands and a bloodied room around him. Ooh. Why, he yelled as he buried his face into his arms. Jack thought long and hard about where he might have gone wrong, what he might have done to deserve this. He sat in silence, asking himself one question. What's the point of living anymore? Wow. This is a tone wow. shift. Wow, we got, yeah, we got, a, we got a, a serious drama going on right now. Jack Johnson was a humble family man. He lived in Dane during the 20th century. I tr- straight up took Dane as a, in the name of a region in Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. I just took cool. that. Nice. Uh, that's that's great. I've never played that game because it's very expensive. <laughs> he lived in Dane during the 20th century, one of the poorest neighborhoods in all of Sermia, and his sole purpose was to provide for his wife, Pan, and his son, Boyd. Okay, these are both Fire Emblem character names. So, uh, yay, Fire Emblem! <laughs> who was born but two months ago. He worked in a low-paying job as a factory worker, as did nearly everyone in the city. He was only able to scrape by with barely enough food on the table, yet he was still envied by co-workers for his determination as well as his glorious facial hair, which was often compared to that of a lumberjack. He worked grueling 12-hour days on machines, manufacturing car parts. Little did he know that his whole life would be changed forever by a glass tower and a secret file. Wow. Wow. Suspicions <laughs> rose throughout Dane when construction on a mysterious tower was completed and several suited men were spotted walking in and out with large briefcases. These men stuck out like sore thumbs because fine black suits were rarities in a city like Dane. Further curiosity was provoked as Jack often saw groups of them gathered around his house and his neighbor's houses. One night after a long day of work, Jack decided he would find out about the tower once and for all. He went to the local tailor, Giovanni's place, to make a deal. I want you to clothe me, Giovanni, Jack requested. Whoa there, big fella, why don't you ask me on a date first, handsome? replied Giovanni. Hey, Giovanni. No, no, Giovanni. I want you to dress me up in a suit, just like those creeps were wearing. I'm going to sneak in there, undercover. It'll be all, like, badass and stuff. Plus, I've got a wife and a kid to look out for here. <laughs> what? That was, well, that, was, that, was when, that was an exchange right there. That was, that was a conversation that happened. It's still going. It's still going. Oh, okay. Do you, do you understand how hard these materials are to get in these parts? I've got the stuff, but it's very limited quantity. Oh, come on, G. I know it's expensive, but I'm doing this for all of us. No one feels safe without knowing what these goons are doing around here, and I can set aside all of our worries with one little trip. 
All right, all right. I'll do it, under one condition. Sure, sure, what is it? You get me a date with that muscled hunk of a man you hang out with around the construction site. Oh, those abs. <laughs> Jack put his palms to oh, his Giovanni. face and stared blankly at Giovanni. Vikey? Seriously? Wait. <laughs> where did I get that name from? Vikey? This sounds almost like... Uh, it's like fire V-A-I-K-E. Vika? Vikey? I don't know. Maybe, I is, that, is, that that from from <laughs> is that from Fire Emblem 2? It could be. <laughs> His, okay, said so, so. Jack puts his palm to his face instead of blankly Giovanni. Vikey, seriously, his buff bod really gets me going. Fine, fine, just shut up and make the suit, will you? In no more than an hour, Jack was suited up and ready to go. Thanks a lot, G. You're good at what you do. Mm mm mm. The same could be said for you. I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. <laughs> Damn, Giovanni. this guy's just hitting on all his customers. <laughs> What's going on here? It was 10 p.m. when Jack headed into the tower. Jack was passing through the security check when a guard began to speak. Identification please. No, dude, he's got a suit just like ours. He must be one of us, interrupted another guard. Oh, yeah, you're right. What was I thinking? When Jack got into the main first floor, it appeared to be a normal workplace, so with several suits of cubicles with columns dispersed around the room. That almost seems like a, that almost seemed like a commentary on like how when games, but you just... You're just like, ah, I'm them, I'm them. I'm dressed like them, so here I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. To the right, Jack noticed two bathrooms and a room label, labeled Top Secret Room with stuff that normal people shouldn't see. Jack walked slowly toward the secret room. If I get a secret room in a, co- a corporation, <laughs> that's what I'm going to name it. Mm-hmm. He peeked out from behind one of the columns and amplified his voice as he yelled. Attention all cool people, do not fear. I am simply using the facilities. In no way am I trying to look at your secret stuff in the other room. He ran into the room and shut the door behind him. The room was surrounded in file cabinets, so he began searching for a lead. He looked and looked and finally stumbled upon a file labeled Victims. He skimmed through the file and stumbled upon his family name listed within it, Johnson. Suddenly he heard the door open behind him and felt a gun shoved against his head. In a matter of seconds, he was dragged down to the basement floor and thrown into some sort of prison cell. If I knew anything about prison cells, Jack looked up to see a metal piece with silver slivers. Yep, there's a vent. He quickly positioned his bed in such a way that he could jump up, pull off the metal grate, and get into the vent. The ventilation (laughs) system led Jack all the way out of the glass tower side. All right, game plan time. I need a team. One thing's for sure. That place is up to no good. We're going to take down every last man there. Jack called for the assistance of three neighboring pals. Giovanni, the local tailor he had already struck a deal with. Vikey, a a local construction worker who was inadvertently involved in that same deal and had rock-hard abs. Lastly, the popular chef in town named Sanji. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) There's there's your One Piece reference. Why? Shout out to my friend. Shout out to my yeah. friend Dubs. <laughs> Why Jack chose to specifically ask these three for help may never be known. One thing we do know is that they were three kick-ass fighters, and together with Jack, were seemingly unstoppable. The team of four was lined up in front of the shimmering tower, all geared up and ready to go within an hour. <laughs> why are they all? Why are they all assaulting this place? I don't understand. Why did Why did Jack even go in there they at just all? Look shady. I, <laughs> well, then he's the, just like, ah, oh, they look shady. I'm gonna investigate. He found a file that said victims with his yeah, family name he, on it. Yeah, but what? Okay, I get that. But like, why did he go? Why did he even go in? Look, rifle around in the secret files anyway. <laughs> People in these it just is really suspicious. It's weird. Yeah. 
<clears throat> the team of four was lined up in front of the shimming te- shimmering tower, all geared up and ready to go within an hour. It's like Dr. Seuss now. <laughs> <laughs> in the tower, ready in an hour. In little more than two hours, they were able to take out every single man in the glass tower with their amazingly realistic fighting abilities and everyday workplace supplies. Good oh, work, boys. Easy. Praise Jack. Yeah, like we just you didn't Skip get any details action. of it. Yeah, yeah. Just like no, like they killed everybody. It was easy. Good work, boys. Praise Jack. We'll find out what to do with the remains of that tower in the morning. Jack, Giovanni, Vicky, and Sanji parted ways and went back to their own homes. Sanji. <laughs> As Jack made his way to the old, decrepit building he called home, he noticed a strange gray van in the parking lot. He became nervous and sprinted inside as fast as he could. As soon as he stepped through the doorway, he was faced with a horrifying scene. A man was holding his wife with a knife to her throat. He was covered from head to toe in the same black suit as the ones from the glass tower, with a dark mask covering his face. Jack slowly approached the man in tears. I just realized something. You're describing, you've been describing the plot of of Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. <laughs> what? This protagonist's name is Jack. A mysterious tower pops up. He's he's looking for secrets. Huh. Now there's a masked figure that he's I, fighting I at the end. Uh, there's no chaos. I didn't know that. I know that plot when I wrote that. Yeah, there you go. The man's voice was shaky as he said, Come any closer and I'll kill her. Then I'll, I'll shove this knife where the, the sun don't shine. And he then quickly whispered to the side, What does that mean where the sun don't shine? Just read the damn script, lady. Wait, wait. Whispered a voice through the door frame of a neighboring room in the house. Wait, wait, what? He called him lady? So it just happened? The man's voice was shaky as he said He said that. He then quickly whispered to the side, what does that mean where the sun don't shine? And then it says, just read the damn script, lady. Whispered a voice through the door frame of a neighboring room in the house. Is the, is the, is the goon a lady? <laughs> I don't know. It said <laughs> the man's the... voice was shaky as he said this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Call him, calling him lady? I don't understand. I guess. Yeah. Is he trying to be derogatory by, by saying you're like, maybe because it's like, ah, he's all nervous. He's like a woman or something. Is that like what the... I don't know if like at some point the wife was supposed to have been reading it from a script and it somehow never... Hey there, dude. We can work something out. Please put my beautiful pan down. She had nothing to do with this, said Jack as he inched towards the Oh, pan the is from Dragon Ball. Isn't pan yeah, from Dragon it's... Ball? But it's spelled P A N N E. Oh, okay. So that's from, that's from Fire Emblem, maybe. I don't even know. Could have just been my own thing. But one sudden mm-hmm. movement, Jack reached behind to his back pocket, pulled out his metal metal pipe, and whacked the man with a fatal blow to the head. Nice. <laughs> nice. Pan, nice. Are you okay? Said Jack as he pushed her hair aside. Wait, you aren't my pan. What's going on here? <laughs> the woman what? threw off her wig and ran out the front door. Then who was this man, wondered Jack. Jack reached down into the suit pocket of the man and pulled out a license that read Pan Johnson. What? What? Jack pulled (laughs) off the mask of this man and saw the face of his dead wife. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Wait, with none of that. Oh, okay, so that's why you said lady. Lady. Now it makes sense. It was like like you you were like hinting at something more there. Oh, my God. You were hinting at the twist. (laughs) What a what a Classic what switcheroo! Oh man, what that twist doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so he he was someone off to the side, was threatening her and making her say these these things. Appar- apparently, yeah. And so he thought, 
Oh my God, that's a good that's a good play from these the suited gentlemen. From these, yeah, they really wanted to this really crimes him against him. One. Yeah. Jack burst into tears and felt her pulse, hoping for a miracle. He grabbed the knife he had dropped and raised it to his throat. A single sound stopped him from delivering the fatal slice, a baby's cry. Boyd? Boyd! It was Jack's son. He forgot about his son, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my oh, son. That's right. Oh, yeah. He still had a reason to live. Jack got up from the ground and ran to the bedroom where Boyd was laying in his crib. He picked him up from the crib and held him close as he went back to the living room and kneeled down in the middle of the floor. He looked into into Boyd's face and felt blood splat on his arm. Boyd was coughing blood. Wow. Wow. Tears drenched Jack's face as he sat on his knees with his baby boy in his hands and a bloodied room around him. Why, he yelled. Oh, we're back to the beginning. Where we started. Yeah, we've come full circle. You did it. Immediate rest. Here we go. Jack thought long and hard about where he might have gone wrong, what he might have done to deserve this. He sat in silence, asking himself one question. What's the point of living anymore? Your son has tuberculosis, said a voice from behind him. Cool. Huh? Jack turned around to see a tall, older gentleman in an even finer suit than the men before him. I made you kill your wife. We threatened to kill you if your wife didn't dress up and play the role of one of our men. We brought a passerby to play your captive wife just so you would feel pain. Yeah, we got that. Yep. (laughs) Just so you would feel pain. (laughs) You're just numb to the world. Jack remained sitting and cried even more. How does it feel, Jack? How does it feel to lose everything you ever cared about? (laughs) <laughs> you're a wow. monster why did you what? do this why did you ruin my life <laughs> yeah why i'm the monster mr johnson did you even know those men who worked in that tower well no but i saw the victim's file our family's name I... was in there <laughs> i've seen I was gonna be like... my house before i had to protect my family did you know the men that worked in that tower you mean the ones that they killed like in like two seconds <laughs> in one sentence <laughs> yeah. the little they make to him yeah mm. That tower was a building for an organization an organization known as the LDRF, or the Local Disease Research Facility. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was the CEO of this association. While you were making arrangements with some tailor, your son was diagnosed with tuberculosis. <laughs> and thus, I feel like this is an important organization that the, that the populace would know about. <laughs> <laughs> your son was diagnosed with tuberculosis, and thus his family name was added to the file... As a disease victim. <laughs> wow. Since he cool. was classified as underprivileged, we planned on gathering research slash treatment funds through fundraisers. Yet you crushed all hopes of that happening and crushed the hopes of many to come. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The man this tossed the gun down in front of Jack. Try living with that, tough guy. <laughs> wow. Jack's eyes were wide in horror. I, I didn't know. I swear. I. What have I done? After kissing, Why did you kidnap his wife? After kissing boy, Jack raised the gun to his head and slowly pulled the trigger. Is that how it ended? Yep. He just killed himself with his little baby boy? He killed himself. Because his baby boy was dying of tuberculosis, <laughs> yes. even though even though he was still alive, like very, very alive. Okay. What a, what a tale. What a, what a downer. Were you... Were you, were you <laughs> Were you told to make a like a really depressing story? I don't know that one a specific or... prompt for this one. I guess that explains the little baby. Yeah, there's the little baby. So here we got all our characters. We got Jack, yeah, Jack. obviously. Yeah, we Jack. We got his yeah. wife, Pan. Yeah. 
We got suited and man. Mr. Mr. Smith. <laughs> and we got baby. And the baby. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. That was um what a twist that they really they really they swapped in the wife. They swapped he in the wife. Why did they do that? Wife. Why did he kidnap the wife? Not only did he kill the whole research facility. <laughs> <laughs> he killed the entire just research off of facility. a hunch. Just, From... <laughs> a, just a bad bad vibes he got. I just have a bad vibe. I'm gonna kill everyone in here. And then he and then the best part team. about it is is that he's yeah he assembles a team of like freedom fighters and then they just leave. They're just yeah. like ah oh, all right our work's done and then they just leave. Yep. <laughs> And, then he's and like, he just kills himself. What about his friends? He's got he, friends. He's just... And then he's like, "What? Uh, wow. Do you even know the men in that building?" And he's like, "Well, they're they look shady, and there's a <laughs> file with the, our, our name on it under victims. So I had to just kill all of them. Naturally. Yeah, makes wow. sense. Well, a lot of that could have been solved with just one question, one conversation. You know, a good like literally conversation one conversation can go a long way in this world." Or, or you know, even just like maybe this this glass tower that had been that had been uh, erected in town, maybe they could have been like, "Hey, uh, what's with the building?" They, they could have gone and been like, "You know, surely they could have gone to the city council and asked the like, did they get a permit to build this glass tower? Uh-huh. Who is this organization? Why did that? Why I are they know, setting up here? I don't know why they are so shady. Why they did have a van set up? Yeah. like yeah, it what's was up like with around that? his house, and then they just knew that he. They knew his baby had uh, tuberculosis. tuberculosis. He didn't know this. Somehow they knew it, but he didn't. It's weird. So he's just he's not spending enough time. Secretively. He's not spending enough time with his family. That's that's the problem. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I think that story is much better than the first one, honestly. But it is, even um, though I think it probably makes some, it kind <laughs> of makes less sense. Like the other one, you can kind of get away with cartoon logic, kind of parts of it, because it is kind of written in a goofy way. This one's definitely like written better in the sense that like I think the writing style is definitely you can tell that you've that you were older when you wrote it, mm-hmm. but it's still like what? I like the <laughs> it's, the, pro- the problem is that the plot holes just got bigger because you can't rely on the cartoon logic anymore. I like the closure to it overall. I feel like the ending wrapped it up better than the first one, which is like he kills the girl. Yeah. yeah. You were trying some style, you know. You were, you were, you you did the in medias res. You did the, uh, um, you had the 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 whole like the team up gang, like the big freedom fighters. Even though that was like immediately like glossed over. <laughs> um, it's not, you had, none of it's fully fleshed out. Yeah. You built up a mystery at a twist ending. Uh, yeah, it's wild. This is very spooky. Um. That was like a little, I had like elements of being kind of creepy, but not really. It was dreadful. It was dreadful. It was I meant dreadful. to bring up in Metroid Dread how, um, to quote from The Godfather Part 3, that I, I dread I, you. I, I, I don't no, hate part you. Two. I don't hate you. I dread you. That was Part 2. Is it? Yeah. She says that like in the big conversation that she has with him. Really? Okay. Like, yeah, that's when she talks about when she, uh, uh, baby and she talks about that part of the I'm not going to spoil it because it's like oh that's kind of an interesting thing that happened <laughs> yeah it's about the baby so yep well there you have it there was just a little story time yeah there was still more where that came from but none really related um 
I wonder if I still have that futuristic retrospective. I don't even remember what that was about. The Encounter. The Encounter. <laughs> I think I do still have that because we had like a journal. We would do creative writing in our journals, and I had the journal still. Yeah, I'm not. I I did bring them from home, so I have them around here somewhere. Um, I I did. I do have some of my writing too that we'll get to, and my attempt at comedy. You do comedy was, too. I I did two. Because the thing is, is that so in our creative writing, for the creative writing in our English class, mm-hmm. we had to have more than, I think it was more than two genres represented in our creative writing that we would do each month. So he would have us do, um, you know, he would have us do, rather than just doing the same thing over and over again, he wanted us to sort of vary our writing just again, get used to writing different things. So I had comedies, I think in each year, one is like a one is like a dramedy, but the other one was supposed to be a, a comedy. Hmm. It was it's bad. It's <laughs> real bad. I've been wanting to actually get back and do writing now, like uh, a creative writing stuff like that. Hmm. You know, I feel like I'm so rusty, and I haven't I haven't written anything since high school, or well, a little bit in college, but not too much creative writing. I did have a. Yeah, I haven't done. Oh, I keep I keep wiping off my uh, <laughs> my freckles. <laughs> I haven't really done a whole lot of creative writing since since high school. I don't think. Um, I did have a screenplay that I wrote in in college, though. If I brought that up, hmm. it's like, then I I don't have it. I can't hide behind the fact of me being in middle school. You know, mm. it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I have it on my website though. So like, it's the one screenplay I wrote. I'd like to write more pretty wild it's like a comedy kind of as well i always like writing comedy but i'd like to try writing more stuff soon if i could ever find the time because now i make time for the blogs but that's not really the the kind of writing yeah thinking about yeah i'm just trying to think of like what what i would i guess i've sort of toyed around with the idea of writing stuff i mean like so for example like that with the with uh, my D&D group, I've been working kind of off and on. I haven't worked on it in, in a few months now, but uh, working on the, like a, a homebrew setting for Golden Sun, which is going to require me to do some writing um, because I'm planning on basically creating a world that exists in terms of a sequel or after what would be a sequel, I guess, for, for the fourth Golden Sun game that doesn't exist. So my idea is is essentially writing the the rough broad strokes of an outline of what the plot of the fourth game would be because what i want to do is for a one shot to introduce the world uh is to basically have a final boss fight be a one shot for the for kind of the uh just the introduction to the world Hmm. so it's like a different way it's a different way of putting your brain to work you know yeah it's not like it wouldn't be easy for me to just pick up start writing again that's really because it's a lot different than the stuff i've been doing yeah it definitely requires a certain like a certain a certain mindset or a certain state of state of mind even to, to do yeah yeah i haven't even like i was i never did scripted videos or anything you know it was always improvised stuff so I'd, mm. i've always wanted to try doing a scripted videos at some point but it's just like it's a little out of my comfort zone. I gotta give it a yeah. try, though. Yeah, that'd be cool. More writing. 
But it's like, when will I have the time? I got the blogs and the videos already, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I'd like to, though. All right. What video would you recommend our viewers watch? Um, go check out our... Uh, go check out our Dear Evan Hansen review um, because Spooky. we talk about scary. screenwriting in that one a little bit. Oh. We come up with a different ending <laughs> that we thought was much better. Yeah. So we kind of know we can't. The thing is, like, I, 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 I kind of get in a way. I sort of get story construction in, in a way where I can like I can sort of like criticize or. or Come, that, come down on that but I there's no way I could actually really write something myself oh I could try I guess well <laughs> I don't know about that <laughs> anyway <laughs> like I, I haven't even I'd like to look at my screen my script that I wrote and see if it's actually any good now mm. that was another thing where even with that I was like kind of unsure of how to end it and I ended up taking a completely different a direction that was like I even asked my professor, I was like, what do you think of me just going completely off the wall at the ending here and just like going full on nonsense here? And he's like, oh, <laughs> might work. Maybe, yeah. But that's what I ended up doing, but. Cool, uh, cool. It's interesting. Huh. All right. Thank you for watching. Subscribe to the channel, subscribe to our podcast feed, like the video. Leave a comment, hit the notification bell, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and like us on Facebook at Tarkaron T W O. All right, until next time. Mm-hmm.